With my hand over my heart, I'm confident, I believe in myself, I am safe. Welcome back to the Soundwaves Podcast with me, your host, Danny Steezy. All right, you guys, this is going to be a quick one. I was just vibing out in my Zen Den, listening to music, and going through some of my notes from the week. And a couple of them popped out at me, and I was like, oh, that'd be cool to share with you guys, like what goes on in my head. And I just do little one-liners or little phrases or sentences, and I always put them on a notepad or in my phone. There was a couple that popped out, and I was like, I got to share this with the team because these are good. And I don't know why, but they like hit me in a new or different way as I read them them right now in real time so I just wanted to share these and the first one is turning the hole in my heart into an opening for love it's actually something that I have been feeling a tremendous amount of lately of how can I add something into my life that produces love in me right because the more I can love me the more I can love others and the more that I can give love so freely and effortlessly and um, I really do feel like I have been I don't know I feel like I got a Costco size of love in me right now and I have been feeling like this for a while and it's just such a beautiful thing right and I feel like I can't give love away fast enough because it just keeps pouring back into me anything that I say when it comes to context of how much I love myself and how loved I feel by everything and everyone right now um, it would fall short it wouldn't do it justice you know I try to love everybody as much as I possibly can right now and that's like across the spectrum right from strangers to family to loved ones to everybody and that's for all things too um it's really interesting because lately every time i see a bug in my house right in the past i would have just killed it like no problem no thoughts right but now it's like i want to pick it up and carry it to outside like i don't want to hurt anything every morning when i wake up i engage in my morning prayers and my moments of gratitude and um every day i say please let me find little pieces of god in everything and when i say god i'm talking about love i'm talking about beauty and i'm talking about things that make me feel closer to myself and the space that i'm in right now in my life in my heart in my soul in my spirit the closer i am to me the closer i am to the creator and um it's man my throat seriously is killing me the more i am in tuned and tapped in and in the vortex of myself and with myself and in oneness that is the closest i feel to everything so let me talk about the other note that i have because this is a good one too and this is gonna be like a whole other podcast episode but i obviously just can't do it right now because of my throat this is a big one man like this one was like really heavy for me and I actually remember writing this um this one isn't from this week but this is just like a note that I I don't know why I just felt like I wanted to share it here right now it says in order for me to begin to forgive my parents and to try to understand them I had to change the way that I see them they had to go from heroes to humans I feel like that is just such a deep thing right because when we're young when we're kids all we're seeking is validation love safety and to be acknowledged right like we want to be celebrated by our parents and when i think about this and i don't know if like because i'm sick i'm feeling really emotional tonight but like i'm feeling overwhelmed because it's just so 
beautiful and powerful how I've gotten to this like really healthy and safe space within myself where like talking about this doesn't hurt me anymore. Like it doesn't break my heart, right? And that's just such a beautiful and super powerful place to be. And I'm just really proud of myself to be honest with you. But um, anyway, so when I was younger, my dad was my hero and everything he did, I wanted to do. I mean, I'm telling you guys, like if my dad ate two sandwiches, my mom better put two sandwiches on my little baby plate. I remember I'd be in the restroom with him um, and he'd be shaving, right? And I would put toothpaste all over my face and brush my face with a toothbrush. Like anything he did, I wanted to mimic. And he had such a magnetic and powerful hold on the way that I see the world, right? Like it was almost like I was living my life through his lens because anything he did, I had to do. I mean, I'm not a dad, right? I'm not a father. I don't know what that experience is like, but I would imagine knowing that you have this huge responsibility and you have to show up for this thing. Like it's beyond you, right? Like you can no longer be selfish. And it's like every move that you make, you have to logically think that, oh my God, everything I do, it reflects this little being because he's like this little sponge and little mirror in my life. And so that like held a lot of weight growing up, right? Because I never felt that my dad ever accepted me. And later in life, he did not make me feel acknowledged, seen, or safe. It was like in stages. First, he was my hero and I loved him. Then I disliked him. Then I detached from him. Then I hated him. And then, you know, absence, right? I haven't spoken to my father in like 15 years. And this is gonna be a whole other podcast episode. I just haven't been able to really bring myself to, um, to share my story with my dad or of my dad, I'm glad that I haven't really spoken about my dad much because I wasn't in a place where I am now where I actually forgive him. There's certain things about my dad that were like actually high caliber characteristics that I'm glad that I took on. Now, that's not to say that there isn't like a million others that I hated that I got from him and I had to relearn how to rewire myself and reparent myself so I don't operate in that default setting anymore. But um, that's also to say that when you learn to love someone, yourself especially, unconditionally, that means that you unconditionally love others too right and when you forgive yourself and I had to forgive myself a tremendous amount it really helped me to forgive my dad when I when I took him off this pedestal of being my hero and I realized that he's just a human he's just a guy and not only is he just a guy He's also a fractured child, right? Like my dad only had the tools that he had and he didn't know how to love me, not because perhaps that he didn't wish to or want to, he just didn't love me how I needed him to love me because perhaps he didn't know how to, right? He wasn't equipped with that insightfulness or desire to learn. It's also, I feel like a generational thing and I'm not trying to justify or validate why he was the way he was or is the way he is. In that sort of generational aspect, I just feel like everything was tough and you don't talk about emotions and feelings. And it wasn't a safe space for men to like just openly be like, I'm hurting, you know, because everyone's advocating for men to become emotionally intelligent and in tune and tapped in and um, expressive, right? I don't feel like my dad's generation got that. Um, it's just a different era. 
and men didn't talk about things. And I know that for a fact because I don't remember my dad being emotional. The only time I've ever seen the dude cry was when he was drunk at family parties. And you know, if you're Mexican, Latino, whatever, you know exactly what I'm talking about. I just don't remember him ever like having communication or conversations with my mom on some deep stuff. There was no rupture and repair. He had to just hold it in or bury it or probably that's why he drank, did drugs, whatever, right? And I get it, man. Like I did the same thing. Everything that I didn't want to become, which was my dad, is everything that I became. <laughs> and, you know, I can laugh about it now, but it was like really sad. I remember one time I just looked in the mirror after like all night just drinking, doing drugs or some random girl in my bed. And I'm like, you know, stumbling to my restroom in the morning or it was probably like noon. And uh, I remember splashing water on my face, looking up slowly and trying to like gain focus as I looked in the mirror. And when my eyes finally like aligned into like a focused state, I just saw my dad. I was like, holy crap. I turned into my dad. I'm my dad. And this is the thing that I never wanted to become because I also didn't have the tools. I didn't have the tools to become who I am now. I didn't have this yet. When I finally figured out my own stuff, right? Like my own crap, all the stuff that I had to like go through, I was like really digging in the garbage and like, okay, what's here? Like what trash is here? And what do I have to get rid of? What can I work on? And what can I just hold on to, right? Because it still serves me even though it stinks or it smells or it's painful or it's dirty. Like it still serves a purpose. I need to keep it, right? I don't think my dad had a very pleasant childhood, you guys. And when you start to like humanize your parents, you realize that when you set them on this pedestal and the bar so high for them to try to show up or wanting them to show up as a hero, of course they're gonna let you down. There's no way they can live up to those expectations. I mean, can you? right and i think about that all the time i'm like damn like imagine if i had a whole family no college education had to grind on my own and like i have to support this whole household i don't know what it feels like to have to always be you know so stressed about things and how i have to feed all these mouths around the table and furnish the rooms and put clothes on the back and do all that stuff like i don't know what that pressure feels like and i can only imagine that it's enough to break someone's back right especially if they don't have tools inside of them in how to navigate in a healthy way and how to like express themselves and raise their hand and say i need help when i really humanized my parents it was just such a therapeutic and healing moment for me when that clicked and i said i expected so much from them when you really just tear everything away what is a parent's job It's to keep the kids alive that is literally all a parent is responsible for is keeping you safe and alive and healthy and all that other stuff the luxuries in life right like i just feel like we expect so much i know i did i expected so much i never once stopped to say hey dad are you all right like i know i'm hurting but are you all right or hey mom you don't understand me and i feel like you don't see me or acknowledge me but let me try to see you and acknowledge you like how was your childhood mom i just never had the insight to ask them and it wasn't until later in life that me and my mother finally had a conversation and we we're sitting at the table one day i've always tried to open up with my mom especially like the more that i learn about myself and the more that i can hold space and be a little bit more empathetic or kind especially for the people that like can really rattle my 
cage and like really take me out of alignment very fast, which was my mom, right? Like if she said something to me in a certain tone, it was like, whew, like I was already ready to fight because there was so much like pent up frustration and anger and not knowing why she acted a certain way so anything she said or did was like a trigger and um i realized now that that was like more so me than her but anyways one day my mom and i were sitting at the table and i asked her straight up i just said mom do you think you were a good mom uh, i don't I feel like overwhelmed with emotion, with emotion talking about this. And she looked up at me slowly and straight in my eyes and I could see that she was sad. And um, she was like, no, Miho, I know I wasn't a good mother. And it was wild, man, because it's like hearing my mom even have enough humility to like say that right like i can only imagine how much courage that took and bravery and how much that pained her oh like this is like a tender thing i didn't realize like this was so tender for me um i can only imagine how much that pained her right because again i'm not a parent but i would imagine if i was how much weight that would be on me to think to myself i can't show up for my kids the way that they need me to because i don't know how myself and I would imagine that's a huge burden, right? And a huge amount of grief and pain that uh, my mom has been carrying or was carrying all of those years. That's why later on in life, she got much more tender with me, a lot more kind. Um, she would really try to root for me and she believed in me and she would always try to hype me up and um it was her way of showing that she loved me and she would always baby me right like no matter how old i got she would always baby me but that was just her way of trying to express love to me even though it wasn't the way that i desired for her to express love to me that's not to dismiss that at least she tried right she attempted and that means a lot to me when we start to bring our parents back down to a human level and stop just seeing from our own lens and saying this is what you did to me those are those moments when we're in friction or in discomfort or in pain with our parents that's truly like when our little child version of ourselves is like stomping on the ground and pouting and saying look what you did to me you hurt me or you didn't see me or you didn't love me enough and when we let that piece of us dictate or steer the relationship or the experience of our parents we miss out on a lot you guys um i definitely know for many years i miss out on a lot of opportunities that i could have had some healing moments with my parents more so my mom now i'm in this space where it first happened with my mom like i humanized my mom right and this unfortunately it didn't happen until like she passed but like i see it now but i was starting to get like pieces of it because i even asked my mom about her childhood and she told me stories that i would have never guessed like my mom had a really hard childhood and it makes sense now why she was the way she was and for me that was really healing you guys because it made me love her it opened up a space where i could feel empathy for her and compassion for her and not see her so much just as my mom but like this child this little girl that was scared and hurting all the time or in fear or felt abandoned and not loved by her parents right so it's like it makes sense and um the same with my dad and with my dad it just recently happened where i really let go of all of like the 
just all the anger and hate and frustration and disappointment in him and I really let it go, right? Like I haven't had a conversation with my dad, but I had to find a space in my own heart and in my own mind to forgive him. And that couldn't happen until I humanized him and said, yeah, dad, you're just a guy. And not only are you just a guy, but you're also a hurt little boy. It's one of those things that was like a necessity on my journey. And once I let go of all of that anger, all of that hurt, all that disappointment, go into a place where I was grieving for not having a dad, rather than like me being so mad at him, I held space and compassion for him. He lived his whole life with all this pain and darkness in him and he never had an opportunity to like truly release it and drugs and alcohol and women don't do that right like we think it will or we think it helps and we think that like us feeling numb means that we fixed it but it never is and that's not the route to rupture and repair within yourself you guys we're all walking around with shame right like there's not one person in this world that is not walking around with some sort of embarrassment some sort of shame and we are all holding those secrets that we're like we hope no one finds this out we all have those i have them we all have them right and it's once we make peace with ourselves and our demons we can start to love all of us and once we love all of us we love all of everyone else and uh that's just where i'm at like i it's crazy you guys for the first time in my adult life like there's moments where i catch myself being like oh thanks dad like i'm so glad i got that and i just say it out loud I'm like hey dad thanks for that like i love that i have this work ethic in me and i can honestly say it's because i saw how hard my dad worked when i was a kid and it's like that's embedded in me you know in the past i'd be like oh yeah my dad showed me like what type of man i don't want to be and i would always like say it from that lens right and to even even like have the sort of like empathy and grace and compassion to like say thank you for this it it only came again you guys i had to humanize him i had to take him away from being this hero version or archetype in my life and i just had to turn him into a human person i had to humanize him and realize that oh my god he grew up with deficits and he, he didn't get all of his needs met when he was a child and he had all kinds of stuff that he had to go through like i can only imagine his trauma now i just i'm grateful for all of it because i can't sit here and say yeah you guys i love every piece of me i love the dark piece and I love the light pieces and I love my flaws and I love my intrinsic pieces and I love the beautiful pieces and I love all the ugliness in me. I can't sit here and say that I could do that for me if I don't apply the same sort of unconditional love to everyone else in this world, you guys. It wouldn't be authentic because unconditional love, it isn't selective. It's something we give to ourselves first and then once we do that, we can literally give it to everyone else. There's no selective love in my life. And that's for every human and everything in this world. And that even goes for the things that I don't like, right? Because I can love something without liking it. So yeah, ow, my throat is seriously killing me. All right, you guys, I'm gonna leave it here because I literally need to go get some hot tea. My throat is done. So I'm gonna revisit these in other podcast episodes. So just stay tuned and you guys, please subscribe and rate and review this show because you have been doing it and I can see it growing. I pay attention to the numbers and I'm so appreciative for everyone who has rated, reviewed and subscribed. It means the world to me. And um, I hope you have a beautiful day a beautiful week and i will catch you on the next one
walking down the avenue Looking out for something new It's the right time to give it The right time to lose To begin again Maybe win again All I want is to talk to you Turn me on to something true I can be with another Though I've been used, I won't leave again Help me to the end All I know is my, oh my, is kind Taking me from my enemies Don't let the pressure get to me My, oh my, it's bad enough Could you stay with me, don't let me go Sadness and fury is all I know I could use a friend 